0: This week on the Wolves, Brett tells us about his recent trip to New Jersey for Chiller Theater. Uh, we drop a bomb on all of you, and then we discuss the 2011 flick, Husk.
1: werewolves i'm brett i'm david david yes brett how are you my friend i'm doing good man how are you i'm doing all right uh i went to chiller theater last week that's right you did and met some people i gotta i gotta tell you this story i kind of told you this story already and you were like you gotta tell this on the podcast (laughs) yeah i want to hear it in more detail (laughs) <laughs> i'll wait for you to get your pants off um okay so uh, let me just go through the people that i met yeah and kind of just give a brief summarization all right so chile theater it's in uh, parsippany new jersey that's fun to say yeah it is it is fun to say um we drove out there uh in the morning it was raining all fucking day it it just stopped raining like today yesterday actually i feel like the last um, few shows you've gone to it's rained Yes. I, I, no, every show I've gone to. <laughs> yeah. Every show I've gone to this year, it's rained. That's crazy. It is crazy. But, um, so it was very wet that day and cold. And I just remember like I had this whole plan, like, cause I have all these fucking tubes of posters. Right. Yeah. And if I, I can put all the posters in one tube, but then I got to pull them out and like sort through them and I got to organize them and then roll them back up and stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to put like like I had Friday the 13th, five posters, right? Yours and mine. Yeah. So I'm just going to put them in this one tube, keep that in the car, go in with this tube that has the scream posters. Makes sense. Very strategic. And then come back out to the car, go go back and forth a couple of times. So that's what I did. But it was a pain in the ass because I had to go out in the rain. But, you know, whatever. First world problems. Uh, so speaking of Friday the 13th, part five, Richard Young was there. He was like the doctor. He was like kind of the head guy. He like ran the, the
0: camp or whatever, right? Yeah, the program. whatever you
1: want to call it. Yeah, him and, him and Melanie um, Kinneman. Kinneman, thank you. Uh, were the two ones in charge. So, uh, And he was also uh, Indiana Jones' like, mentor. I was going to say, yeah, uh, he's the
0: you lost today, last kid. That doesn't mean you have to like it.
1: You gave him his hat. Yeah. Uh, he Yeah, he gave him his hat He was a very uh, quiet guy He was an older gentleman now, obviously um, Oh, let me tell you something about chiller theater So mm-hmm. most conventions that you and I have gone to In fact, all the conventions that you and I have gone to You go up there and there's uh, celebrities And they have handlers You know, people helping them Taking their money You know, just keeping them company Whatever Sometimes they know the people Sometimes they don't know the right. people It's just the way Yeah, and it they goes. grab them lunch or whatever Exactly but despite that, you still like have a pretty personable, depending on the person, interaction with the celebrity, right? right? Now the celebrity sometimes takes the money. Like I remember the first time, I probably every time I've met Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley <laughs> is always
0: a one-man show. I feel like Tom Atkins yeah. is like that too sometimes.
1: Yeah, and they just kind of do their own thing, um, which is fine, right? They maybe they represent themselves, right. you know, no middleman, right? They don't have to like <laughs> pay uh, uh, one of these management companies like ten percent of their earnings or whatever. Yeah, just keep it. But still, you're you're interacting with them at Chiller Theater. It's like the people that they have being the handlers are like, you talk to me. They come out. They like stand. They they stand up. They come out from the table, and they're like, "Yes, what would you like? What color would you like it in? Do you want it to be personalized? This, that, and the other thing." And it's like, this is usually the conversation I'm having with the person who's signing.
0: Yeah, yeah. At first, I thought you meant like they have you have all the conversation with them. So you're like, oh, so where are you from? What do you do? Oh, what was your favorite movie that this person was in? You're like,
1: oh, shut no, up. not that. But it's like very like uh, transactional. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I don't then like they that.
1: tell. The celebrity, and it's like motherfucker. Like I, I can do this. Like I can tell them where they should sign and all that other kind of shit. But it's very transactional. Mm. Which, in some cases, I'm like, okay, I get it. And in some cases, and some of them are more serious than others, right? Because <laughs> you got this ones who are like, I'm taking this serious, and you'd only talk to me, and da 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 da. And then you got the ones who are like, yeah, fifty bucks. Okay, go ahead. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway. Richard Young, nice enough guy, taller than I thought he would be. Ah. Oh, and the other thing, too, is most all of them were charging extra for pictures.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's become more common, which I, I get it, especially if you got to, like, stand up, sit down all day. Like, I understand.
1: I guess I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know the old school people? They're just like, take a picture with me.
0: Yeah, like, I don't give you a know? fuck. Some of them are like, I'm not going to get
1: up. You can come around the table if you want and <laughs> yeah. crouch down here with me. Yeah. So, um, anyway, but Richard Young, I think his came with a, f- a photo. That's so cool. I was just like, yeah. And he's a cool, and he's a cool guy. And I was like, yeah, I like, I like that movie. Jim Doyle. Not a lot of people probably know him. He's the special effects guy who made Freddy's glove. Yeah. That's pretty in cool. The original nightmare on Elm street. And he also played Freddie, like I think in the wall coming out. Uh, yeah. Sequence. Over
0: Nancy's bed. Was it?
1: Yeah. And I think he was also the hand in the glove. In I think it's so doing the tub tub. Yeah. I don't think he said two words <laughs> that was very and was just a grizzled a grizzled old older guy <laughs> and and also it was very hot in there you know how like these convention halls are um very smelly very yeah. hot uh especially when it's humid outside and oh it man was it just a stew of aroma oh, it was brutal oh I will say this about Chiller Theater: they had it more; it was more well organized, or at least the venue was more well organized than like the Monster Mania venues. That's the good. Monster Mania venues are just shit venues. Um, I've determined it's not Monster Mania's fault; it's the venues. Yeah. So, I guess in in a sense, it is their fault. They should change their venues. But <laughs> oh, I and they just sent me information on who the Monster Mania guests are, and they're having uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick. Oh, that's cool one of the other lost, the lost boys, boys guys. reunion kind of thing. That's yeah, awesome. And my wife is like, Oh, did you see that? I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not going, <laughs> I'm not going to see fucking Kiefer. <laughs> that could be cool. Lisa Fuller from monster squad mm-hmm. met her. Uh, super nice. Here is the, here is the strange little dance that I had to do on this one. So to her right was, um, Oh, I forget his name. I can see his face. He's the guy, um, the He was in, um, like the crow sequel. Oh yeah. 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 I know the guy you're talking Mark, about. Mark, Mark I believe his name is. He, he was also, uh, he's also an iron chef America. He's like, the <laughs> cuisine. um, but anyway, he's, he's on one side and he had a, he had a ship ton of people in his line. And I'm like, really? Huh. I, interesting. I don't know. He must be in something else too that I'm not aware of. And then, and Chiller Theater's like guest list is all over the place.
0: It really is. Like you got TV it's people, a, like musicians yeah. and all sorts of genres, all sorts of
1: genres. And then to the left of her, of him or of her, excuse me, was somebody else, uh, uh that people wanted to see. Uh, what's his name? Tim Matheson. Oh, okay. From Animal House and yeah. other stuff, too. But those people had long lines. And so I see people waiting there, and I didn't know if they were in her line. And I was like, who are you in line for? Because I thought that was kind of odd. No offense to yeah, she uh, hasn't done so Fuller. Lot. No. Uh, but I was like, well, maybe people are into the fucking Teen Witch. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I asked, and they're like, no, this is Mark DaCostas' line. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, this was only the second convention she's ever done. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Wow. So my Monster Squad poster is a rarity with her signature.
1: It, it is a rarity. <laughs> um, and uh, she, she loved the poster. Um, in fact, my son who was standing there with me overheard somebody in the line next to us being like, oh, look at that Monster Squad poster. And they took a picture of the poster. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yeah, that poster's pretty awesome. I've got a lot of signatures on that one.
1: And Jason Hervey, who signed it. Yeah. Um, Wayne from the Wonder Years, for those of you who don't know. But Jason Hervey Butthead. was like a bully. Yeah, he was the bully, of course, because he is a fucking. <laughs> he always he always played those characters. I'm, saying, I'm sure gender. he's a really nice
0: guy in real life. But Super yeah, he always nice. played the same kind of parts.
1: Super nice. The shitty thing. Uh, let me let me wrap up. Lisa Fuller. She was like so happy to talk to us. Took pictures with both me and my son. She goes, "Let's do pictures. Both do both of you want pictures?" And I was like, "Sure, I guess." She's like, "Okay, come on over." And so uh, she took pictures with both of us. She told me a little anecdote about how. Uh, uh, the kid who, uh, f- I forget, the- I forget all the characters in monster squad, What their names their are. Name. uh, La- Ryan Lambert. Oh yeah. 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 So that actor, he, uh, had like a little bit of a crush on her during the oh, film. I'm sure. Well, of course. Um, of course, he, of course did. he did, but he made her a mixtape. <laughs> I did. <laughs> awesome. I, sh- I should have asked her what was on it. I don't even know if she, oh, she still I mean, had that it? movie was like damn near 40 years ago. Yeah. Right. But that's awesome. Uh, she uh, she said it was a lot of fun to film. She said um, when at the end when the, all the wind is like blowing and there's that whole big battle, oh, Yeah, she was she was wearing a skirt and like all these like br- all this brush and like leaves and stuff were just pe- pelting her legs. Oh, that's so. And she even had like nylons on, and she was still getting scars and stuff like that on there. But uh, she said she enjoyed that movie. Uh, and then uh, Jason Hervey, like I said, uh, signed it, and he was the weird thing about this is the guys in front of me Mm -hmm. were one of those um, consignment guys. Oh, so
0: they had like a stack of shit to sign? They had a
1: stack, and they were just, talk about being transactional. They were just flipping through them, and they were like, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. And it's like, fuck. And then they came back behind me with more. Jesus. So I was sandwiched in between them, and I said to him, I go, I only got one thing. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And then I pulled it out, and he's like, yes. Yes. And so he signed it and it said awesome. uh it said like hey he said like hey fat, hey, fat kid he fat goes kid. I, yeah he goes I wrote hey fat kid and I go uh I go that's cool I go I've been called worse and he just kind of <laughs> laughed but he took a picture with me I I was like I I paid for that picture um because I was like that's a cool so one I didn't, cha- I didn't charge you for that um, okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to charge you for the picture anyway, but, um, but I was like, I think I'm going to get this uh, picture with him just because he's Jason Hervey. Yeah. I would have uh, done that. Kind too. of one of those actors that I grew up with. Right. You know? Um, but really short. Yeah. I
0: was surprised in the photo that you showed me. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. I would have guessed him taller. I've also grown seven inches
1: <laughs> in my pants. Um, okay.
0: <laughs> Hannah Hall from, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween and Forrest Gump. Yeah. Forrest
1: Gump oh god please make me a bird and fly far 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 away from here she's really <laughs> really cool um it was kind of uh awkward mm. but still kind of cool like she had just come back from a break she was eating a muffin <laughs> like a banana nut muffin. i was like i'm sorry for taking you away from your muffin she's like no no problems whatsoever she's like wiping her hands on your poster but um she signed it we i just said oh thank you you know kind of but right next to her was um the lead singer of living color. Oh, Corey Glover. Cor- That's cool. Corey Glover was right next to her. Nobody was at his line,
0: oh, man. I was even thinking about that. If I would have gone to that show, I would have brought like a uh, living color, uh, LP I haven't signed that shit.
1: He looked good. He's just got gray hair. Okay. But he looked the same. Awesome. Um, and he was in like platoon or some yeah, shit. Yeah. He's done some acting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was there. Um, okay. So anyway, scream. Yeah. This is the story that I'm going to tell. Oh, I thought you were instructing me to scream. <laughs> so everybody knows we have our Scream One Sheets. And our Scream One Sheets are getting high praise. They're badass. Mind you. you got a lot of signatures. And, and and by the way, both of ours are different. Same signatures, except for yours has Henry Winkler. Mine will soon. But yours, um, I, I did, by the way. Oh, nice. Nice get that order to go through cool um so anyway uh yours is all black except for one in silver
0: i think i got yeah maybe two in silver that are like in black areas on the
1: poster yeah and mine is all all sorts of shit (laughs) Uh, some of them are in pink one's in like red i think jamie kennedy started that because he signed his in red yeah um and then uh uh nev campbell's uh, pink
0: on yours i think you got some silver
1: too yep uh leonora shelfo who plays the cheerleader in the bathroom She signed in blue. It looks cool. Cool. And she was like, I love this poster. This, 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 your poster looks really good. But my wife was the one handling my poster. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, they treat women a lot differently than they treat guys. (laughs) Very, very much nicer to, uh, to females. I I don't blame them. Yeah, I I get it. But I was like, from now on, she's, she's going with the posters and getting them signed. (laughs) But anyway, she was not. Ni- I mean, they weren't not nice to me. She was, uh, she was just fine.
0: But She didn't uh, call your mom a slut. <laughs> Maybe she's a slut. It's like her mother.
1: And I was like, oh, yeah, well, probably. My mom. <laughs> anyway, prolific is the word, Brett. <laughs> uh, Nancy Ann Ritter played Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy, that character. Uh, I, b- I believe the name of her character is Girl in Bathroom. <laughs> But I like to tell her, I like the bubble butt boyfriend, Billy. And I even told her, I was like, we quote that all the time. And I go I laugh and she's like, she's like, it's, I love that line. And I was like, <laughs> we do too. And we were just laughing. And she was like, and I was like, and my wife here, she's saying how Skeet Ulrich doesn't even have a bubble butt. She goes, I know he doesn't have a bubble butt. Anyway, she's, she's signing posters. Um, uh, you had the two and then I had the one and she's signing this. And I look down and I'm like, well, I've now seen Bubble Butt Boyfriend's boobie because <laughs> Bubble Butt Boyfriend Billy's boobie, she was not wearing a brassiere. Oh, dear. And she had a button-up shirt that wasn't buttoned up all the way. Uh-oh. And so when she was bending over, like, there was. There was the tit. And I was like. <sighs> you were looking for it, but it was looking for you. <laughs> it saw me. And I didn't say anything, obviously, because what are you going to say?
0: Yeah, you'd be like, "Hey, can you sign um, in this areola area over here on
1: the poster, please?" It was nipple to meet you. I mean, nice to meet you. <laughs> and part of me, and the the dad part, the husband part, wants to go. Hey, excuse me. I just want to tell you that, like, in as the day goes on, you might want to just button that up because there's going to be some creepazoids out here who are going to be like, "Oh." Hello. But then the part of me who was like, wait, I don't know this woman. She does, she might think I'm a fucking creepazoid exactly. if I say something. So then uh, that part of me goes, well, maybe I should tell my wife and my wife could say something to her. And then I'm like... She's like, don't put that shit on me. Yeah, but then I don't want to embarrass anybody, right? Right. So I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, I wouldn't have said anything. It's a boob. Like, I, I don't give a shit. So that that happened and so i get all the posters up and we're walking outside but i didn't say anything to anybody i didn't say anything to my wife i didn't say anything to anybody so my wife and daughter are like we're gonna go do this um and my son and i were like okay we're gonna take these posters out grab some more posters so we go outside and we're walking outside and about halfway to the car and all of a sudden my son turns to me and he goes dad i don't want to be mean or anything and i was like what he goes that girl the bubble butt boyfriend girl and I was like yeah she goes he goes she was really nice Uh, she like gave us all a hug oh cool she was super nice she's like he goes "Uh, she was very nice but I saw her boob (laughs) and I go go, so did I (laughs) and then so we got the car later and then I told my wife the story my wife's like what and and my daughter goes yeah I saw it too (laughs) I saw that titty as well (laughs) I was like what did it look like was it a nice boob and i'm like it was a boob i, I don't know <laughs> um i mean i do know what nice boobs look like but i i wasn't gonna sit there and like i didn't you, you like didn't go memorize oh, it yeah what are the contours of it didn't it? imprint on you no um so that was my boob story so uh <laughs> nancy ann ritter uh i i mean i guess if Anybody's listening to this, who's ever going to see her, uh, just don't embarrass her about it. It's just a boob. Yeah, Who cares? Exactly. maybe maybe she's like this. This is how I get more autographs to sign. I just like <laughs> flash a titty here and there. People come over from all over the place. My daughter and my wife were actually when my son and I went outside. They went to go meet Priscilla Presley. That's right. I think the last time we we spoke, you said your your daughter was thinking about it. So she did it. Yeah, she did it. That's cool. She got her picture taken with her. Um, they said she was really nice. But that. Woman has to deal with a lot of bullshit. First of all, she's got like security guards around her,
0: I right? Would, yeah, I would think so.
1: But second of all, it's because of all the fucking douchebags that are in her line, dressed up as fucking fat Elvis, <laughs> and they're like, oh, and one guy's like live blogging. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask here on a date, blah, blah blah blah. And my daughter and my wife are just like, are you oh, fucking fuck off. Me? Yeah, it's like, come on, man. It's like, oh, she's never heard that one before, and and you know, not to also, mention she's that a she human
0: was, being. Like, come on, man. Like, that's just yeah. poor taste.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, at, at, at 100 bucks a pop, <laughs> yeah. I'd put up with... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'd put up a store. lot of bullshit for that kind of money. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, after a while, she's just kind of, like, disinterested. So yeah, I think, you grow numb like, to it. She's just kind of very, again, transactional. Like, yeah. boom, boom, let's just get over this. All right, so my wife recently watched The Sopranos. Oh, she went all the way through? Started at the beginning and made it all the way through a couple months. She would watch multiple episodes a day. Like, I, she's working, she'd have it on. Yeah. She'd be doing her work and stuff. <laughs> and uh, she finished the show, and she fucking loved it.
0: It's a good of course, right? Yeah, it's a fucking it's Sopranos.
1: And I watched it when it was live, when it was, like, on the air. Yeah. I got in on season three. Okay. And then went back and watched one and two, and then I was caught up. So she just watched it all. She loved it. Now, at this show... Jamie Lynn Sigler, who played Meadow Soprano, Robert Eiler, who played Anthony Jr., and Drea DeMatteo, who played, um, um, what the fuck is her name? I can't uh, remember. Christopher, Christopher Moltisanti's uh, girlfriend. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm having a brain fart right now. <laughs> Uh, she, she played this character is like a major character. And I just, my brain synapses aren't firing. So whoever's listening to this right now is going, it's fucking Adriana. Thank you for yelling. (laughs) Thank you for for yelling. Mystery
0: person. who yelled that
1: (laughs) (laughs) she played Adriana. So those three people were there. So my wife is like, I got to meet them. And I'm telling you, David, I've never seen this woman so nervous. Our wedding day, by the way, she wasn't this nervous. (laughs) She was fucking with all of them. Almost almost in tears. No, just at the thought of meeting them. Wow. She goes, I don't know why I'm acting like this. And I go, well, you really like the show. She goes, I can't believe I'm meeting them. So she she wanted me to go with her while she met them, And so I did. Jamie Lynn Sigler, very nice. They were all super nice. Yeah. Jamie Lynn Sigler was there, get her autograph, talk to her real quick, get a picture taken with her. Robert Eiler is next. And I'm just kind of standing back, just letting her have her moment with them, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And nobody was at... Their tables when we showed up, at least for uh, like about five minutes, right? So we kind of had them to ourselves. But she moved on to Robert Eiler, and I'm standing there, and Jamie Lynn Sigler is kind of just watching and listening to the conversation because their tables were right next to each other, Mm -hmm. and they're kind of like high pub tables that they were at. Okay, she's just kind of smiling while she's listening uh, because they were talking. Like he was like just having a conversation with her. Neat. And so I see that, and I and I had just met jamie lynn sigler right so i walked up to her and i go you know this just made her day i go she just watched she just finished the show i go i watched it when it was on but she like just marathon it she goes oh so it's just fresh in her head Mm -hmm. and i go yeah and she was super nervous to meet you today and she's like oh no she did great She was, i couldn't tell that she was nervous so i had a little moment with her and then and then robert eiler was like is this your husband and she was like yeah and so she (laughs) she was uh, like nope <laughs> I don't know who this is. So he was like, Oh, tonight? nice to meet you. My name's Rob. And I was like, Oh, nice to meet you. And and then uh then they were trying to then more people started coming. So they were trying to push us through. These handlers yeah, yeah. were. And so he's like, Well, let's take a picture real quick. So they took a picture together and he's like, Do you want to get in a picture with me? And I was like, No, no, it's okay. Cause they were trying to push us through. I should have gotten in the picture with him. because I got in the picture with fucking Meadow. <laughs> I should have gotten in the picture with him. Uh, but I was like, No, it's okay. This is her moment and everything. And so then we went to Drea Di Matteo and my wife gets her nails done. Like my wife is very yeah, fancy your wife's nails, nails are awesome. She goes to great lengths to get these things done. <laughs> um and she walked up there and Drea Di Matteo is like, you know, typical like it sounded exactly like like this, you know, New Jersey. She's like, Ma Ron, let me look at those nails. And she's like sitting <laughs> <laughs> there looking at her nails and stuff and and then she was like, uh she's like does she scratch your nails with? does she scratch your back with these nails and I was like yeah she goes does she scratch her eyes out with these nails and I go well if I'm not if I don't keep in line as she does and (laughs) so they had a little moment with that and I don't know they were just really nice that's cool um after that we were done meeting the celebrities so we tried to walk around and look at the um the booths they had some really cool booths it was just so jam packed and you know from doing these shows Saturday's usually the busiest fuck very busy yeah and Saturday midday
0: Yeah, lots of traffic jams
1: yep so we were just like all right i'm done so we left yeah but all in all chiller theater i give it thumbs up i would definitely go back again because like i said uh they have just a vast array of i was
0: jealous yeah that lineup was ridiculous
1: yeah and they've had they've had better lineups than that yeah uh in the past which you know those hard to find yeah i love the variety Like, Richard Young... Well, Lisa Fuller, for instance. This is only your second show, but uh, Richard Young, you don't see him going to a lot of these shows. Yeah. I'm glad you had a
0: good time. Yeah.
1: David. Brett. I have something to say. Yeah? And it's weird. (laughs) It's weird that uh, this is going to be probably one of the hardest things in recent time. Yeah. One of the hardest things I've had to do. But... To the audience, David and I have already had this conversation. We have. To the audience. Uh, well, I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd <that'd> be pretty <laughs> be t- super awkward. T- <laughs> um, all good things, as they say, must come to an end. And for the past five years, David and I have been producing a weekly podcast, which started out for us uh, as a way to get together on a yeah. weekly basis and just. Uh, You know, share our love for horror from movies to games to television shows, action figures, conventions where we were just fans. And um, we were friendly. But this, I think, forged our friendship and we became better friends. You're one of my best friends. Seems easy. And we did this just because we liked to make each other laugh and we liked to just talk shit.
0: Yeah, still do. To each other.
1: (laughs) Um, And uh, that never changed, actually. That hasn't changed. In in nearly 250 episodes, I believe this is 245, this episode? I think so, yeah. So in nearly 250 episodes, that's almost five years. It's a lot of laughs. A lot of dick jokes. A lot of dick jokes, a lot of (laughs) fart jokes. Um, And we still... You know, we still enjoy talking to one another. We still enjoy making each other laugh. And we still enjoy sharing our love for horror. We send each other our posters. And, you know, when we can, I mean, I live where I live now. You live where you've always lived. When we can, we still love getting together and going to conventions. Yeah. And we've gone through a lot of changes over the past five years. We started out with three hosts. then there were two. uh, And then there were two. And we started out doing three movies. A week, then we did two, and then, then we two. did one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've gone through COVID. Yeah, that was nuts. Uh, our mascot, Icky,
0: Aww. passed away.
1: That's right. But we dealt with it. Uh, I was in the hospital with some mystery fucking disease. <laughs> dealt with us. I moved to the other side of the fucking country. We dealt with it. And, and throughout all of that, we never missed an episode. Yeah, which yeah, I think crazy. is a testament to our, you could say what you want about our fucking podcast, but you cannot say that we aren't dependable when it comes to posting. Getting shit done. The podcast online and uh, for people to listen to. And that, I, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. That is all me. But, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's all David. And David's uh, been the one who's edited the audio uh, on our podcast from day one. And we've also met a lot of people, some people we've met in person and some people we've met online. And we've forged friendships with those people. And I hope those friendships continue. Oh, yeah, they will. Whether, whether we ever meet them in person or not, I hope we, we'll still be friends with those people. But there's always a but. And there's a big one. Mm. Big, big, big booty. Big old bubble butt. After five years, and I'm talking as Brett right now. This isn't on... For David, David can speak his piece of when I'm done. Um After five years, for me, it's gotten to be a little too much. And life gets in the way. And to be honest, I sometimes don't even enjoy watching the movies anymore. And it's not that I don't enjoy horror. Yeah. It's that it's become... Like a chore. It's become a chore. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's become more of a job. I feel that way with, with some movies. <laughs> it's become more of a job and uh, it's a job that doesn't pay well. Mind you. <laughs> it does not. I've crunched the numbers. The sad thing for me, I think to get a little bit, I hope this isn't too awkward, but the sad thing for me is that David, as I said, has become one of my best friends and I moved far away from everybody that I knew, my wife, my family, all my friends that I had in Arizona and this podcast was the only thing that I knew that I was going to talk to my friend. Yeah, yeah. So it gave me. It was a lifeline. An excuse right. to like have a friend. Because to be honest with you, I've been here for not even quite a year, but I don't have friends out here. Yeah. Like, do you know how hard it is to make friends as an old person? It's hard <laughs> as an
0: adult and in a small town. I can't even imagine.
1: Yes, exactly. But so. it is weird.
0: I, I get you. Like, all my friends are. Uh, like, you are probably like my newest friend. Like, everyone else are people like
1: grade school. You've known since high school. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: Were they friends because they had to be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like um, our, our friend Mike, uh, who, the Arizona Mike, um, you know, you've known him since you were a little kid. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Joey, who was on one of our episodes, or how, uh, what was that? Nightmare on Elm Street 2, that episode. I've known Joey since, yeah. I think, first grade. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nuts. This was my friend time, Aww. but that to me is not a reason to keep going. We can still be friends. <laughs> if my heart's not into it, then it's just not into it. And I'll probably miss this more than I'm thinking I'll miss it in my head. Yeah. And I'll probably something. Maybe that'll be a good thing. Some Yeah. But something will happen. I'll probably be like, oh, I got to talk about that on the podcast. And you go, ah, and fuck.
0: And I'll be like, oh, fuck. You just walk around with the microphone. that's not even plugged in.
1: <laughs> just pretend, yeah, or just call you, and we don't even record. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and we're not getting any younger. Listen, I'm not saying that podcasting is a young man's game, but also everybody in the world has a fucking podcast now. Not that there weren't, weren't a lot of podcasts five years ago, but there's like triple the amount now. There's an awful lot. <laughs> um, but we're not young people anymore. And we also have families. We also have lives. We have things that we want to do outside of, oh, God, I got to watch fucking Husk. It was the movie that we, I picked this week. Don't ask me why. And <laughs> um, I intend to. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to fucking watch this movie. Yeah. I got to put aside an hour and a half to two hours of my life to watch this movie and then another hour and a half to two hours of my life to talk about this fucking movie.
0: Yeah, and then for me, uh, another two or three hours of editing.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the whole reason why I cut out the video portion is because I'm like, I can't fucking do this on top of that. It's a lot, yeah. It's a lot.
0: It's like having a part-time it, job on top of is. having an actual real job. job.
1: <laughs> and there's other things that I want to focus on now, too, outside of the podcast. Yeah, get the, um,
0: your hand-modeling career, get that going. <laughs> Hollywood butt double bubble
1: butt double, <laughs> um, but I want to say this, and then and then David, I'll I'll pass it over to you, if you want to add anything. the The thing that I'll say is that this isn't uh, goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And even then, it's not qu- it's not quite goodbye. No, it's not quite goodbye because David, you can pick that up. <laughs>
0: This is not the last episode, if you're wondering. So we're going to go, this is episode 245. We're going to go to 250. So yeah. after this, you got five more uh, weeks of us talking about whatever bullshit movies we're watching that <laughs> week. Although we might be a little, a little more selective. We might cram a couple per episode just yeah. to like get some movies that we that we want to talk about. But yeah, and then at 250, I think the plan is hitting the pause button. How long the pause button is hit. Uh, or maybe it's the stop button. I don't know. But we'll stop there and take some time off. And if we're feeling froggy, uh,
1: maybe we come back. And m- maybe we don't. Yes. And I'm certain that you'll still post stuff on Twitter. No. And I'm deleting my account immediately. And I'll, keep, I'll keep that going. And I'm going to still post stuff on Instagram. And I'll still check our Swearwolves Instagram. Because I think... I still want to keep in touch with people, obviously. And, you know, be quote unquote relevant, I guess. (laughs) Not that we're relevant right now. We're very relevant. (laughs) So that's that. We did contemplate just ending it and just telling and just coming on, not even giving (laughs) any warning to any.
0: And just when the last episode 250 ends, it's like, see ya. Not even say anything. (laughs) Just next week. You're like, oh, where's 251? Like, oh, they must
1: be a day behind. Yeah.
0: Well, they must be a week well,
1: behind. We thought out of uh, I don't know our our need to be uh, liked, that we should <laughs> tell people that this we're we're gonna be ending it. So you got five more episodes after this one. You got time to process and, it. Yeah, I know it's gonna be
0: hard, guys. We'll get through this. the other thing too is um we'll try. and you know, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. We'll try to do if we can, make the next five episodes happen weekly um i've got a ton of travel coming up so it, we might we you know we talked about how we've never missed a week <laughs> we might <laughs> we'll see how those last uh five episodes go but if if one gets missed i will post something about it online so we'll let you know what's going on but hopefully we yeah. can get them out i think that would put the last episode right around like june 19th oh and all, we'll we'll keep all of the episodes online so whatever platform you're listening to us on uh we'll continue Uh, having that hosted so you still can go back and listen to old episodes. And if that ever changes, I will warn you well in advance. So if you want to like,
1: yeah. And then I'm also going back and putting all the old episodes on our YouTube channel Oh yeah, because that's free to host. And I thought, well, fuck, I better start doing that. So they're all going to be on somewhere at some point in time. Everything will be done for those of you who've listened to every episode multiple times. You can still do that. Go, go right ahead. And thank you. And thank you. That being said, David, do you have anything more to say? No, just that? that
0: it's uh it's been a lot of fun. Uh, this is like my favorite part of of most weeks, uh, <laughs> getting
1: together and oh, fuck hell, weeks. I'm taking this we're taking this away from you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed it. So it's gonna be a bit of a bummer, but I I, I too, like you, am looking forward to what that will bring as far as opportunity goes. Like I spend, this is very time consuming. So I was talking to my wife about it last night and she's like, what the hell are you going to do with all your time? And I was like, probably bother you. I don't know. Cause like one thing about me, uh, and you know this about me, Brett, and I think we're both kind of wired the same way. Like I always need some sort of creative outlet. So whether that is doing this or building something music. or music I've, I've got to have something so this with the time uh that this will no longer be taking up i it'll give me time to to uh, indulge some other projects and stuff so
1: well you can uh, start by reading my screenplay that oh I sent shit to you. i still gotta read that what if <laughs> i was like i read it it's shit <laughs> i wrote i i've been I writing to, i will do that i need to do that that's that's kind of what i've been doing i finished a screenplay um, I have another one that I'm already working oh, on. Oh, Nice. Um, I know I haven't even like totally finished the one that I sent to David, but I've been waiting for his reply and I'm like, well, <laughs> he's not going to. He hasn't read it <laughs> yet, now so I'm going to reply. Our... <laughs> <laughs> no, I will do that. Yeah, and I got a couple of uh, potential music uh,
0: projects cooking, so that'll give me something to do. Yeah.
1: So there'll be something.
0: Yeah, but no, but it's been a ton of fun. And like I said earlier, you know, this may be
1: after 250 might be goodbye but man maybe not never never say never it might be goodbye in this platform but it might there might be other things you know we'll still have a youtube channel maybe we'll jump on there every once in a while and just be like hey let's talk some shit exactly and we're still gonna go to conventions yeah we'll still be alive yeah don't worry hopefully i'll still well yeah (laughs) great now you say that i'm gonna fucking die (laughs) don't How's anybody gonna hear about my death if the podcast Hey, if I do die though, come back and do one more episode and just be like Brett died. And that that's the <laughs> only thing you say. <laughs>
0: just Brett say died. that. Hey, uh, if you're wondering why it's just me today, uh, Brett's dead. Uh
1: let's talk about uh <laughs> husk. <laughs> no, just end the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> just intro. Welcome to the Sware Wolves. This is David. If you're wondering why it's just me, Brett died. All right. Well, see you guys later. <laughs> bye bye. Don't don't do that. I won't, I wouldn't do that. All right, so the movie I picked this week. David, do you know how I picked this movie? <laughs> I do not. I'd never heard of this movie. Yeah, neither did I. I Googled underrated horror movies. Ah. And a list came up, and I was like, I've seen this, seen this, seen this, and then this, list, this movie came up, Husk, from 2011. Now, when you were looking at
0: this list, Were you like, I've seen this, I agree, it's underrated, this is underrated? Or were you like,
1: bullshit, 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 oh, Husk? (laughs) No, I wasn't. I was looking at this list. I wish I had the list up still, but I was looking at the list and I was like, just Google underrated horror movies. And if Husk is on there, that's the list I was looking at. But anyway, um, I was like, oh no, I've seen that movie. That movie was good. That movie was good. That movie was all right. I could see why somebody says they're underrated. And then Husk came up. Gotcha. And I was like, all right, let let me look at it. And then i mean i saw the cover art and i was like okay it's about a scarecrow and then i was like where is it streaming and it was on tubi and i was like free it's free that's even better checking all the boxes and so i was like and then i was like oh it's from 2011 which is not necessarily a year that we do a lot of that is true so i was like well You know, it'd be nice to get something in the 2000s because we spent a lot of time in the 80s, I feel. And then most recently we were doing some 90s films, kind of trying to get that decade. And I was like, 2011 needs a little bit of attention. Doesn't get enough love. Question for you. Yeah. This is not related to horror, but I asked this of my wife and son the other night. What decade since the 1950s has the worst music, do you think? Music? As a whole.
0: Mm. God, probably like the early 2000s. <laughs> so I said the 2010s. Um, yeah, either the 2010s or like 2000 through 2010.
1: Yeah, so uh, my, my wife and son both said the 70s. And I was like, are you fucking crazy? Get the fuck out of here. So, so then we, we busted out a list. I was like, you, I, I said to my son, I go, you pull up top number one Billboard hits from twenty 2010s. And I'll pull up a Billboard top list from the twenty or from the nineteen seventies, and we'll see whose is better. And you want to know what? Hmm. His was way better <laughs> because there's a lot of fucking shit disco songs in the seventies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but there was a lot of good music in the seventies too, dude. So much good stuff. All right, so Husk. That's how we came about this. So two thousand eleven, the release date. The release date is my wedding date. Oh, happy anniversary, January. <laughs> January 28th 2011 the very day in a way this movie was a wedding gift yeah this was like oh and the guy who made this movie his name is Brett Brett Simmons yeah uh January 28th 2011 David what was the number one movie in the theater
0: dude you know me I hate guessing January movies um so I'm going with like maybe a, a sleeper kind of hit so I went with the Liam Neeson flick the gray no uh well the gray was about was that about a wolf yeah it was like a pack of wolves or something hunting Liam Neeson mm.
1: this is equally as a, a, much of a movie that I know I know is just as much about the movie that was the number one as mm. I know about the gray uh, the movie is called the right R I T E I think it's a horror movie oh
0: yes that does sound familiar I haven't seen it but yeah that sounds somewhat familiar I
1: don't know anything about it people are probably yelling you it's the best movie
0: you should do that for your last fucking episode.
1: like all right all right we'll take suggestions shit calm down (laughs) oh fuck you know what by the time this gets released we might have recorded the last five (laughs) so (laughs) you can send us your suggestions all you want yeah it'll fall on deaf ears ears. Um, put that right in the trash Uh, no one sends (laughs) us suggestions anyway david that's that's true or sometimes they do and we're like yeah we already did that one (laughs) (laughs) what was the number one song
0: I'm gonna go with. I do remember this song being popular around this time, so I'm going with "Born This Way" by Lady Gaga.
1: No, but that was a popular song, and I really like Lady Gaga. Like, um, for some reason, like, no, I, do <laughs> I too. don't know what it is. But I, I used to. Um, well, I'm well, not used to. When I do go to the gym, I actually listen to Lady Gaga sometimes when I <laughs> when I go to the gym. Yeah, I like some Lady Gaga stuff. The number one song was not "Born This Way" by Lady Gaga. The number one song was actually "Grenade" by Bruno Mars. You know that song? Mm, I'm sure I've heard, I heard it. A grenade for ya. Oh, oh yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, something like that. I don't know. What am I, Bruno Mars? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, movie was written and directed by Brett Simmons, so we know it's got to be good. Uh, music by Bobby Tahouri. Produced by Stephanie Caleb, Lamore, Diamant, Moshi Diamont, and Courtney Solomon. This movie stars CJ Thompson, Devin Gray, Wes Chatham, Tamman Sursok, and a cast of others that you've never heard of before. The runtime of this movie is 83 minutes with a budget of what do you think the budget was? I don't have any box office, because there was no fucking box office. Oh. I'm
0: um I mean, it's got a small cast. I don't know, like seven
1: hundred thousand dollars. Eh, no, half of that. 382000 dollars. Okay. All right, let's. I don't have any like fucking. We've gone on too long with the beginning part, so I didn't put any other. You don't get any special segments this week, (laughs) and you'll like it. You fucking wonderful,
0: wonderful people who miss dearly.
1: (laughs) All right, so the plot of this movie: we got uh, four guys and a girl. Yep, driving down the cornfields of Nebraska. And they're just talking shit. They're like, "Oh, we're going up to the lake." Uh, what the gr- uh, the girl and her boyfriend, who is uh, Natalie and is it, uh, Chris uh, Brian. 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 Brian and Natalie, they're asleep. The other three guys, Chris, Scott, and Johnny, they're all just talking shit. Yeah, I'm like, going to oh, jump gonna off a rock. <laughs> oh, you ne- you never do. You, you say chicken it in out, name. you pussy. <laughs> As they're driving, all of a sudden the car gets pelted by crows. Yeah, like I, hitting the windshield. Like like it's raining crows. It's like fucking hitchcocks, the birds. Yeah. And one crow even like hits so hard it goes through the windshield. You know how hard a fucking bird would have to be have to That's a sharp ass beak. Yeah. Cut through the thing Bull, like butter. Bullet beak. And they call it causes this uh fucking car to go off the road. This yeah. guy can't handle his shit and He doesn't know how brakes work. Doesn't know how brakes work and then they run off the road and they don't like flip or anything. It's just like the car doesn't start anymore. It's like what?
0: <laughs> yeah. and then is that, that too what is happens? like why doesn't the car
1: work? <laughs> Nothing happened. The
0: windshield broke.
1: <laughs> it's one of those new cars, David, that the windshield controls everything. <laughs> By american
0: I don't even know what kind of car it was. I don't remember. <laughs>
1: I don't either. It was some kind of SUV. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they all pass, and they all pass out. Yeah, they're all knocked out from the impact <laughs> of nothing. <laughs> yeah, they didn't hit anything. They just stopped <laughs> on the shoulder of the road. Yeah. These fucking idiots. And then uh, they wake up. How long have we been out for? <gasps> and, <laughs> and get their like, cell phones oh. out.
0: Oh, I don't have a cell signal. Oh god. Of course.
1: Oh, uh, and Johnny's missing. Where's Johnny? johnny she said as she smiled in a special way johnny she said dude i heard this song at the grocery store the other day i was like is this the fucking short circuit song <laughs> yeah it is uh that is a grocery store song if i've ever heard oh, yeah. it and it's one that i'll fucking rock out to Hell if i'm yeah. at the grocery store i love grocery store songs it's the best except for like when you hear something that like you like it just makes you feel old. You're like, oh man, I remember eh. when the song was cool. Now it's a grocery store song. Whatever, dude. I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I've 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 accepted my oldness. Yeah. Embrace it. My gray beard. Yes. I don't even fucking care anymore. <laughs> Alright, so they're like, Whoa, Johnny and then they were like, Well, Johnny must have gone and got help. And I was like, What a shit friend that is. If all of your friends passed out, you're just gonna be like, Well, I'm gonna go get help.
0: Maybe it he was like, Wake Wait. up, wake up, and they were all like, <laughs> Nope. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go for help. Because they're like, oh, he is. He's like a Boy Scout.
1: Yeah, they they say that. Like, you know how much of a Boy Scout he is. He probably went and got help. Okay, whatever. Yeah, and they see a house out in the distance. They're like, oh, I wonder if he went there. In the middle of the cornfield. Like, we're talking like there's a cornfield and there's a house in the middle. There's not even a driveway to this fucking house. (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't weird them out. They're not like, huh. Yeah, that's odd. That's, That's odd, but whatever. It's Nebraska. Uh, Brian, he's like this, don't worry, I got everything under control, babe. He's the jock. He looks
0: like Paul yeah. Walker mixed with like Matt Damon with sideburns. <laughs> he
1: kind of does. He kind of does. And uh, then you got uh, the nerd. Of course. Because the there's one thing
0: jocks always hang out with, it's nerds. Scott is his
1: name. Yeah. Scott, he's on the chess team. And uh, they go... And they are like, listen, we're going to go get help at this house. Girlfriend, you stay here with this other guy. I found that weird, too. I I thought that was strange. Yeah. Stay with Chris. We're going to go get some help. Yep, And so, and he, yeah, because he doesn't want the girl to go with him. I'd be like, why don't you come with me? It's a cornfield. Why? Yeah. What's the, the worst f- that f- could happen? <laughs> well, well, I mean, uh, he, yeah, that's, that's true, <laughs> <laughs> but in real life, like I wouldn't be like, you don't have to walk through a cornfield. You have you ever walked through a cornfield. No, but this movie told me that uh, you get cut up. So you got to wear long sleeve shirts, dude. I didn't know that because I used to walk through uh, my neighbors. There was a farm, like literally right next door mm-hmm. to my house. Um, and they grow feed corn for their cows and shit. Uh-huh. And I used to walk through that shit all the time. You
0: get all fucked up?
1: No. Oh, this movie's bullshit. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not, but I don't remember getting all sliced to shit. I remember <laughs> walking through that shit. And rem- I remember like, I, right well, that's after good to I good movie. So if
0: I ever find myself in a cornfield, I'm just going to take my shirt off and stroll through it with confidence. Yeah,
1: just all naked. naked. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then come out like you're the children of the corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With an ear of corn just blocking my, up your butt. my, my dick. <laughs> yeah, just... Did you ever tell you about the time
0: my grandpa shoved a, an ear of corn up a horse's ass?
1: What? No, say it again.
0: <laughs> my grandpa uh, grew up on a farm, so this would have been like probably the early 40s. Uh, and he was like, my grandpa was kind of a bad kid and got into <laughs> a lot of trouble and did a lot of awful things. And every once in a while he'll tell me. But he's like, took, one time he was just bored because he's like, we lived in the country. There's nothing to do. And he's like, hey, like he goes to his brother and he's like, I'm going to take an of corn and shove it up this horse's ass. <laughs> and he did. He's like, and that horse took off running. He's like, and ran Fuck around yeah. bucking for like, you know, several minutes. And then eventually just kind of sort of pooped the, the corn out. <laughs>
1: All right. That's like animal
0: abuse. I know. David. I'm sorry. But it's kind of funny. It's only funny because it was a long time ago and that horse is very dead by now.
1: Yeah. Now what we if can that horse laugh. isn't dead?
0: What if that horse is dead? It's isn't like the dead? Lincoln assassination. We can make jokes about it now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The late, great Abraham Lincoln.
0: <laughs> <laughs> late, honest Abe. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but they go, they start walking through that cornfield, and uh, Brian and Scott, and they find like an old-ass car in the middle of the field it's just like rusted out and then a bunch of dead
1: crows around that car and like oh, that's weird do you know do you know i that just got me remembered that that farmer's field like we w- me and my friends we found like old rusted cars in the really? middle of the of farmer's field it's like they would drive them out there and just like leave the old cars it? there yeah that is weird i should have been more scared <laughs> Yeah, if like, you'd seen this movie first, maybe you'd have been like, "Oh fuck, I'm not." These are like jeepers creepers here. or yeah. some shit. Like, <laughs> probably would have scared the shit out of me. But anyway, yeah. So they see that. Meanwhile, Natalie's back at the car, and she finds a sign, and on the sign it says uh, Genesis four eleven, I think, yeah, something like that. Some verse that I didn't look up. <laughs> I was going to say, do you know what Genesis 4.11 is? Nope. Genesis 4.11 uh, is talks about Cain and Abel. Oh, okay. I do know a little bit about that story. So Cain, wa- Cain and Abel were the only sons of Adam and Eve. Yeah. And then Cain killed Abel. Yeah. Because he was jealous. Terrible. And then... Uh, for, oh, I uh, Genesis, get it now. Genesis, yeah. There's a lot to get, David. Uh, Genesis 4.11 is uh, that... Uh, God basically punishes Cain. Right. And tells tells him that he's got to live forever uh, with the mark of like adulterer on his dress. <laughs>
0: you know, <laughs> or the scarlet letter.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes sense and, now. And, he, and he's going to walk the earth forever. He doesn't die. Right. So like theoretically, like Cain is either a vampire or right. he's Bigfoot. Big fucking zombie or some shit. Bigfoot. <laughs> that's my theory. Cain is Bigfoot. Checks out. Yeah, so that's the story of Cain and Abel. That that's been your religious lesson for there today. You go. Dominus Santus, Spiritu. <laughs> and uh we'll move on. So she finds that sign, and so you gotta know that or at least look it up. And then some yeah, kind of christened uh what's the other guy's name? Scott. They've also find a scarecrow, like while
0: they're out looking at that car. <laughs> And as they get closer to the house, because the one guy crawls up onto the scarecrow to like see, like, hey, how close are we to that house? Because, like, the corn's taller than there. Like, are we even going in the right direction? And they look, uh-huh. and it's like, oh, okay, the house is over there. And he sees a light turn on
1: upstairs. He's like, okay, so somebody's home. So yeah. let's go check it out. Natalie also sees, finds a scarecrow at the edge of the cornfield. Like, Oh, yeah, because she sees, a, like, a,
0: a guy. Like, she sees a person standing at the edge of the cornfield. She's like, hey... And she, like, hey, goes you. to check, and then all of a sudden that person runs away, but then she finds a, sca- a scarecrow laying on the ground.
1: And she, like, opens its mask, and there's, like, human teeth in it. Yeah, and she's like, oh, shit! And and the other guy who's with her, fucking Chris, he's like, oh, don't worry, don't worry, whatever. Fucking- <laughs> yeah, his reaction
0: is where she's like, is that a person under there? And he's kind of like, I don't know, it stinks. It's like, <laughs> it,
1: smells it smells like shit. look, take the mask <laughs> off. Confirm. Mm. I'd be like, why don't we just walk down the road? Yeah. Like, fuck this. Let these two goofballs try to do yeah, this. You're do the universal now, I need
0: help thing. Pop the hood and then just stand on the side of the road with the, like uh, an aloof look about you like, Whoa,
1: car's not working.
0: <laughs> Somebody help me. But yeah, they go to look for, for them and that Chris guy follows.
1: Scott and Brian, they make it to the house and they go up into the... Yeah, they let themselves in as as you do. Yeah, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? And they're like, "Uh, this house, nobody lives here. And then they hear noise upstairs, so they go upstairs. Dude, I also thought that was weird. Like, nobody lives here. You
0: just saw the light turn on, like, not two (laughs) minutes ago. You know somebody lives here.
1: Okay, what I want to know, though, David... Okay, spoiler alert. I'm going to get ahead of us real quick. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) This movie is husk. You're not going to ever see it. Don't worry. But the, the, the light turns on, right? This is a supernatural movie. These are like ghosts kind of thingies. Yeah, spirits. I guess so. Are th- they're paying the electric bill. <laughs> yeah, who's, who's paying for the power? You don't get that shit for free. Yeah. Maybe they got a candle, but they're lighting matches. <laughs> <laughs> they're not lighting anything yeah. because they go up there and they see this, uh, room and their friend is sitting there at a sewing machine, an old school sewing machine. Like kind of like, yeah, it's got the foot pedal. Yeah. And, uh, He's got nails, like nail like hammer and nails. He's got nails in all of his fingertips. Yeah. And he's sewing like burlap sacks together. Yeah,
0: and his eyes look like you know, we mentioned Icky Cataracts. early in the podcast. <laughs> Looks like my dog before
1: she died. <laughs> got the cataract eyes. Aww. Icky. Oh. He's like sewing together, and he finishes his mask, and he like holds it up. Meanwhile, out in the field, oh, we should say if we
0: didn't already. That's their friend Johnny that they find. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. looks like he's dead. He looks like a zombie.
1: Chris and Natalie are walking through the field, and Natalie gets attacked by something or someone or a fucking scarecrow, and she gets pulled away into the corn. David, yes, Britt. jumping ahead again. What do we figure out? about these attacks what do we figure out is like there's like the spirit of the kid who killed this yeah there was these
0: two brothers one of them uh the dad like it was like the favorite child and then the other one he he likes smacking around uh and then like in a fit of jealousy one day um the the jealous kid like killed the dad's favorite son so i think the story is that he's basically cursed like because the spirit of the one that he killed right
1: like haunts the, guess, the premises I guess this is where I this is where I got a little hazy so because that guy ends up killing himself so he kills the one and he dresses it up like a scarecrow yeah and then that one haunts the field and then it captures people and kills them and they take over the job as the scarecrow
0: I don't know either that or like I know later he like shotgunned himself so but I took it as he killed himself because like he couldn't really get away
1: yeah cuz the he was brother tried. was like
0: haunting him or whatever
1: But that's what I'm saying is like, but they kill people and they make them turn themselves into scarecrows, (laughs) scarecrows, but the spirit uh, of the guy can only
0: inhabit one scarecrow at a time, but he can like jump from body to body.
1: Okay. Question. Yeah. Johnny's upstairs sewing something. Okay. So he's putting the burlap sack on. Mm -hmm. So that's where the scarecrow spirit is. Who the fuck attacks Natalie? Oh, well, doesn't he She gets attacked after he leaves, right? No, no. No. Because they're up in the they're up in the room and they hear her scream and that's when uh Brian's like, "Oh fuck, Natalie." And then he goes runs out. Ah. Uh yeah that's a good point
0: something else that confused me while we're we're going down this road Um, later in the movie it's also established that if you pull the mask off of the scarecrow it basically dies and like it's power is removed and then it's got to jump into like a different body or something but how come when they're sewing the sack they're not wearing the scarecrow mask but they seem possessed and also who determined
1: like did he create his own rule like I can only be evil if I put this This mask on this is like playing a game with a fucking three year old (laughs) Like they don't tell you the rules, they're just like here's the gear. And the rules are constantly yeah. changing. In their favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: timeout. <laughs> no, there's no timeout. Yes, there
1: is. <laughs> uh okay, so All of that that we just talked about happens. We get the backstory of the kids through um, little vignettes that we see from Scott, the chess player's point of view, because he sees, uh, like, hallucinates all this stuff. Yeah. So I was confused on this
0: as well. Like, so does he have psychic abilities or is the spirit, like, showing him things? And also, if the spirit is showing him the story, why would you want him to know, like, your history? Wouldn't you want to keep that to yourself? Because now it can exploit your weaknesses
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. and then uh, uh so natalie gets killed and she gets dragged away and then ultimately she goes up and she starts sewing herself a fucking burlap sack yeah but brian thinks that she's still alive he's like if she's still alive we got to try to rescue her and the other two are like dude she's fucking deader than dog shit <laughs> we need to go <laughs> they find keys to an old chevy truck and they're gonna um Drive it off, but Brian's like, "Give me those fucking keys." I'd be like, "Fuck you, dude, dude." Okay, something else I liked.
0: Whose truck was that? I don't know. Like, was the scarecrow guy driving around? Like, was it his truck or was it a truck that they <laughs> the stole? Same person that keeps the power on at this and fucking place. The truck had a cover over it, like a car cover. Yeah. Like, so they yep. they care about this car. Like, oh, we we don't want the paint to fade.
1: Pristine condition. <laughs> this old Chevy. It's an antique. I like when they find it. They're like, oh, we found this car out there, but there was no keys. And the other guy's like, was it a Chevy? I was like, why does he want to know that? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, pulls out the keys. He's like, I found these. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. And everybody knows how to hotwire a car. David, do you
0: know how to hotwire a car? No, but I thought that too. I was like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I would not be good. in the, Can you even hotwire cars anymore? I don't Like new cars? I don't. I don't know. I, don't I know I would definitely electrocute myself though, for sure. Yeah, so you're either going to get away or you're going to die. Dude, the last episode, if it's just me, I'll be like, Brett tried to
1: hotwire a car and died. The end. Uh, I should learn. I should, there's got to be a YouTube video about how to hotwire a car, right? All right, so all that happens. Uh, Brian's like, give me the keys. So they acquiesce, and uh, he goes down in the basement to try to find Natalie. Chris is like, Scott, we got to go. We got to get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, he's yeah, like, if he's gone. not going to come with us, fuck him. Like, we just got to leave.
1: And he's like, no, I'm loyal to Brian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If anybody can save me, it's Brian. He looks like Matt Damon and fucking... Uh, and then, uh, the late, great Paul Walker. <laughs> with <laughs> sideburns. The late, great Abraham Lincoln. He's honest, just <laughs> like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so they, uh, he goes down there. And so... Uh, God, I keep forgetting these fuckers' names. Chris. They're such basic fucking names. Why do I keep forgetting? Chris, Scott, Brian, and Johnny. Who named these kids? Were they just like, hmm, what's the number one name in the country right now? <laughs> uh anyway, so uh Chris is like, fuck them. He goes out and hot wires the car and he make he hightails it through the cornfield. Now this I understand why the car like uh would have busted, because all those ears of corn in the engine cannot be good. However, it doesn't <laughs> bust because of that. It busts because Something crashes into the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Scarecrow. Car won't work now. <laughs> Scarecrow crashes into the windshield, like crashes its head through. It's yeah. like beating its head against it. And um, he's screaming for help. He gets attacked. And this is what I didn't understand. Also, there's two Scarecrows now? Yeah. Because one. So yeah, how their did friend that Johnny
0: and the girl, uh, Natalie.
1: But I thought there could only be one at a time. But it, it,
0: I think they only show one moving at a time. 'Cause like remember the one is just laying against the windshield and then one attacks from the side and then he like fights that one off and then the one in the windshield starts attacking. So I think they were like S- switching. S-
1: so if one is like up, the other one is down.
0: Yeah. <sighs> this movie It's like rules. red light, green light. I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Mother may I? <laughs> they, yes, you may uh of course Brian, track star, he comes and he saves Uh, What do you think Brian's uh, event was in track? (laughs) Decathlete? Is he a decathlete? Maybe. Or a wrestler, football
0: player. That's not track. Probably did everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he probably did do everything. He's like that that guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I lettered in three sports. Fuck you. (laughs) Is this where he axes it right in the head?
1: I think so. I think so, He does something. But they go out. Uh, He ends up getting killed. He does because he sees uh,
0: Natalie, the like Scarecrow, and he's got the, a shotgun that they found, and he's getting ready to shoot her, and he's like, oh, I just can't do it. And he like puts the gun and he's like, Natalie, oh, Natalie, and she kills him.
1: Natalie kills him. And he goes he goes up to uh, make his mask now, and Scott has figured out, he's like, like in chess, of course, he's got to have the fucking nerd monologue, <laughs> where he's like, oh, I'm on the chess team, and brain's always about uh, uh, smart brawn, guys, but he's like, uh, in chess, you sacrifice your pawn. And while your pawn's doing this, your other pieces advance. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that's exactly how it works because <laughs> they can see you advancing your pawns and you can only go one at a time. Yeah. But okay, if that's the analogy you want to use. So he's like, well, he's busy making the mask. We escape because he'll be tied up doing the mask. as he can only get one
0: body at a time.
1: Yeah. It's like, okay, so... That's what led me to go, well, then who the fuck attacked Natalie? Was he, like, going back and forth really quick? Like, he's very fast. <laughs> but, um, so they go run, and, of course, Scott can't run because he's a nerd. And he's all, <gasps> yeah. they should have made him have They established a couple times that his
0: cardio sucks. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You've been running for two minutes. Yeah. Meanwhile, Betsy fucking Ross is upstairs, sewing at the speed of light. Because <laughs> he,
1: like, immediately comes down there and gets him. Yeah He does So they split up And Chris is like I'll go this way You go that way I'll see you at the road And it's like No You're not going No you to. won't Because no sooner Does he say that And they split up than Chris gets attacked By fucking Betsy Ross And pushed <laughs> into a stump And the stump Goes right through him Yeah like impaled
0: Or something yeah. On the post And then uh, But as uh, he like Gets impaled He pulls off uh, Scarecrow Brian's mask And then That makes him Die I limp, guess
1: Limp dick <laughs> Yeah <laughs> He's all I don't got a bone. <laughs> Scott goes running, and uh, he makes it to the edge, and he's all he gets knocked and out like, and then strung up. That happened earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You fast forward. That happened earlier. We skipped Yeah, that fuck way. that shit. But yes, he gets to the edge of the cornfield, and he like passes out. Like not passes out, but like falls down, collapses. Like like me when I ran the mile when I was twelve. <laughs> We did the fucking turkey trot for Thanksgiving. My side hurt. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, he can't speak because we see another car pulls up and they're checking out the the broken SUV. And they're like, I think they got flashlights or whatever, like searching like, oh, does anybody
1: need help? What's going on? And he's like, like, he can't speak. He's just bellowing. Yeah. (laughs) And then a scarecrow comes up and like looks at scott on the ground and then he just kind of collapses down into nothing which i don't know was he trying to lure them over yeah is i think he was, was playing okay. dead
0: so like the people would come over to the scarecrow yeah. which they do and yeah, they're yeah like oh hey buddy you need yeah, some and help I like that there? i do like that when they shine the light they're like oh hey buddy you okay like we don't know like is, were they talking to scott or were they talking to the scarecrow yeah and then it cuts to black we'll never get the answer unless they made a husk
1: too they did not oh for shame For reasons, (laughs) dude. There's also reasons why we haven't heard from Brett Simmons since this movie fucking came out. Was this his only movie? Yeah, that I know of, yeah. (laughs) I didn't look him up on IMDb, but he had no Wikipedia page. (laughs) Do you want to go first? Sure. do you want me? Yeah, when you picked this movie, I was like, oh.
0: (laughs) A movie I've never heard of. Awesome. I can't wait to to see it. I'm I'm sure it's really, really great. Um... (laughs) There were a lot of things like we talked about that I, just logistically uh, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I had lots of questions, but at the end of the day, I really didn't care what the answers to those <laughs> questions were because it just <laughs> wasn't a good movie. Oh, okay, here's one. So this whole movie takes place in one night, basically. Yeah. All the attacks happen in the cornfield, right? Is there any attack yeah. that happens in the house? No. I would have just stayed in the house and waited until morning, but that's just me.
1: Yeah. I suppose that's But then we wouldn't have an a movie. Yeah, that's an answer. I I thought about that too. I'm like, when's it going to be morning? Like, it's been dark for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Does that stop scarecrows from attacking? Maybe the crows actually would attack them maybe. because why did the crows attack? I their was wondering car? about
0: that too. Like, were the crows trying to warn them? Like, don't. Well, no, because maybe they were in cahoots. Because the crows are like, crash your car here next to this. <laughs> Maybe they're like, no, no, no! Don't go into this house! Oh shit! Well, I'm sorry. I I, I feel somewhat responsible for the predicament you're you're in now. Well, those they really work. We are we are scared. <laughs> I don't know. Um, as far as things I liked though, for a low budget movie, uh, lots of times movies that are set entirely at night, it's really hard to see what the hell is going on. And I thought from like a cinematography, like the way the film was shot. I think it was very easy to see like what was going on. I, like, I wasn't lost. I was lost plot-wise at times, but not <laughs> visually. Um, and I thought there was some good moments of tension. And uh, there were some jump scares and stuff. And I think they did a decent job with, with not a whole lot of money. Um, yeah. And while I found all the, act, all the characters to really just kind of be your typical horror movie cliches, um, I didn't really have a problem with the acting. I thought the actors were, were just fine. So, yeah. overall, I actually liked this movie more than I thought I would. Like, I thought this was, for me, I thought this was going to be like a, a half Pamela Voorhees head kind of movie. Mm. Um, and I actually kind of enjoyed it. I wouldn't watch it again, but it wasn't the total pile of dog shit that I was expecting. So, I'm going to go two.
1: All right. <laughs> now I will go. Now my right, I'm gonna I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you exactly what I wrote immediately when this movie ended, okay? Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm ending this fucking podcast. (laughs) Tell David. (laughs) Time of death. You (laughs) you checked your watch. You're like, all right. (laughs) One Pamela Voorhees head. I mean, I don't even know why I'm giving this a one. I should give it a zero and call it a day. The plot was pretty dumb. There's really no likable characters in as far as we we never even meet them or get to know them. I would have liked it better had one of them at least been despicable like have the guy who quote unquote survives have trapped his friend like sacrificed him in order to save himself kind of like the blob scene in Creepshow show too yeah the whole Cain and abel thing was dumb i would have liked this movie better had they not been supernatural and just been some hillbillies who dressed up as scarecrows and killed people or make the supernatural aspect of it better because this was dumb <laughs> fuck it Fuck it, zero pamoivore. He's oh, heads. you changed this movie, it. This movie is a fucking turd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's wonderful. So that's a one overall. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> didn't you? Did you like that there was no like the final girl was a guy? They killed the girl no. off. She was like the first one to go.
1: I well, kind of. I didn't care. Yeah, here's my here's my problem. I didn't care either. Like, none of these characters were likable. And I don't mean that they were unlikable. I just mean, like, I didn't, there was no aspect were of just them there. that I, yeah, they were just boring, yeah. two-dimensional, Um, one-dimensional. They were uh just exactly what I said. Like, I thought at the end they were going to surprise me and have that guy be like, oh, like in chess where you sacrifice somebody. I thought he was going to sacrifice his friend. So his friend would get possessed and he could fucking hightail it out of there. And right when he got to the end, he'd be all, ah. And then the friend comes and kills him. That's a better ending. Yeah. And he looks at the camera and goes, checkmate. Yes. Oh, shit. (laughs) Fucking husk. Yeah. (laughs) When's husk two coming out? (laughs) Uh That's a better ending, David. That would have prevented me from giving this. There you go. I actually agree with you. Yeah. Get Brett. What's his name? Brett uh, Simmons. Simmons. Brett Simmons. Get Brett Simmons on the horn, David. I'm sure you could. Just called down to fucking Krispy Kreme. He's probably working the late (laughs) shift. (laughs) Uh, So that gives it one overall. That's about right, actually. Yeah, I could live with that. Because you overrated it, and I probably underrated it. It is underrated. (laughs) Well, it sounds
0: like you were expecting it to be better, and I was expecting it to be worse.
1: Yes. And we were both wrong. That is true. And we were both wrong. It was just i mean one out of five that's like if you got that score on an sat you're not getting accepted into like fucking any school yeah no. like bart bartending school doesn't even accept you at that point (laughs) if you guys have seen husk and you want to tell us about it you know what what's the fucking point there's only five episodes left so (laughs) we still want to hear from you we do still want to hear from you, and you can contact us uh, for the time being. How can they contact us, David? For now, we're on the following platforms: uh,
0: <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Are we on the Slasher app? Okay, timeout. Yeah. Do you post on there? At uh, like once a month or so, every other month. I don't know. What's <laughs> well, it with like TikTok? When was the last time you made a TikTok?
1: Oh God, years. But we have <laughs> an like, account? E- Eight years ago. Yes, we do have a TikTok. We have TikTok and we have Slasher. And and I've never been. I, well, I don't go on TikTok anymore. Uh, yeah, I used to. Because that shit would consume me. And I'm about to mention Hive.
0: Uh, we, <laughs> I think we've made like one or two posts. I, I
1: do go on Hive every once in a while just to check and see if anybody's posted anything. Because that was like, well, is Twitter it, is owned it by town? Elon
0: Musk. Yeah. It's a ghost town. Yeah, that was when we set that up. when. It, yeah, the, the big rumor that Twitter was going under. So it was like, okay. Yeah. And then it didn't. So I was like, eh, whatever. Realistically, you
1: contact us through Twitter, Instagram. Twitter and Instagram <laughs> are your best bets. <laughs> also, email. Yeah, and YouTube. I guess you could go on YouTube.
0: Yeah, and that email address is contact at the swearwolves dot com.
1: Oh, yeah. You can call us. That's true. Leave us get- a voicemail 623-282-1851. And that number will be always. Should be right. Because yeah. that doesn't cost us anything. It we can doesn't. have that be the swearwolves hotline forever. I just
0: have to remember to like recertify it every sixty days or so and Google's like, Hey, do you still use this? No one's called you in a while. And I'm like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> People call us all the time. I got a line of
1: solicitors that wanna sell me shit. You're gonna know, be you're gonna be great is we just have that be the hotline, like Uh, you know, after 250, just post it up on the splash page of the website. So when people go there, just be like, do you want to vent about anything? (laughs) Just call this number because only you and I would hear it. Like we would not post it anywhere. Yeah. I just want to hear people vent about shit. You
0: want to scream into the void?
1: Do it right here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, fuck. Anyway, that's that for the swear wolves this week. I'm Brett. I'm David. T minus five to go. Oh, shit.
0: i think i've lost my connect oh there you are
1: hello there you are i'm back yay okay.
0: yeah kind of you're frozen I um, but i can hear you
1: okay can you see you, you now are. Am I, I can now? see you now hello? yeah you're moving <laughs> <Woo>. okay <laughs> This is another reason why you could keep this in because this is another fucking reason why I want to stop doing this shit. Because every time we do this, it's like, gotta it be over an internet connection that is so shitty because I'm in a fucking attic. The internet
0: gods are trying to tell us, I'm like, end this fucking show.
1: <laughs> <laughs>